Guys, we're on iTunes now. That's exciting. <laughs> but if you still like SoundCloud, listen to us at soundcloud.com slash gay dash channel. Also, check out our Instagram at the gay channel podcast. Finally, if you want to send hate mail, email us at the gay channel podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, so let's start the show. We're here. We're queer. You didn't think we'd do it, <laughs> but we're back. <laughs> oh, great. Was that not perfect? That was, everyone literally turned it off after that. Oh my that. god, I'm so excited. I'm excited because you didn't want to do this, and I had to, like, <laughs> beg you. Honestly, it's like you're such a little fake punk-ass bitch. Like, you're it's lucky... True. You're lucky that you're not sitting in front of me because we would be scrapping right now. Is that what the kids are saying? No. Scrapping? Um, (laughs) It's true because I was literally low energy when I was talking to you before we started recording. And now I'm high energy. You can't tell (laughs) by my voice. It always sounds like the same sleepy (laughs) draw. It's true. So... I am actually excited because um, we don't really have a plan, but this is like our culminating event, if you will. Oh, do we have to call it a culminating event? I don't like that. <laughs> um, our season finale. Our this is our this is our um, reunion episode. Our reunion episode. Yes, can we call it that? Like, get on the Instagram promotion so uh, it's really hard to do a reunion episode until they do a reunion episode but seeing as they probably don't ever want to put those people on tv again we will not be getting a reunion episode (laughs) it's like so stupid because since they didn't stay at the house all week every weekend every episode was a reunion episode it truly was every weekend every friday was a reunion episode for those those guys god Um, i hate this show (laughs) i hate it so much truly it was fire island reunion oh that's what it should have been called from the beginning um fire fire island weekend weekenders (laughs) so i mean go ahead no, I just think it would have been better if they, like, focused on a different group of gays every weekend. Oh, that's a good idea. You know what? Let, right? Let's start with, let's start with, I was going to say let's start with, like, you know, growth of characters, but that'll be really short. Why don't we start with, <laughs> like, how how this show could have been better. And what you want to see for the non-existent season two. <laughs> What's going to happen <laughs> in our fan fiction of season two that I will be putting on Tumblr? I used to read a lot of... Oh, this is embarrassing. I used I to read a lot it. of... <laughs> Do you know that show Teen Wolf on MTV? Oh my god. <laughs> There's a lot of homoerotic fan fiction out there about that. It's oh. very easy to do with that that show. I thought it was It really be, is. I thought you were going to admit something like, you know that um fetish where like men are pregnant? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but I feel like I'm a part of it right now. <laughs> I feel I I just came from a food fest, The Taste of Bushwick. Justin, I'm so full, I swear to God, I feel like I'm crowning. I, <laughs> I'm I just... think you are crowning, but we call that prairie dogging where I'm from. <laughs> so, I'm so full. That's oh. disgusting. Clearly, we have to <laughs> fill an hour. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, let's go back to... <laughs> Wait a minute. I just have this mental image of... Um, because the only image I have associated with men being pregnant, that fetish, is like this picture of sonic with like a bit he's pregnant sonic the hedgehog Wait, is pregnant. Oh, it was like of the hedgehog fame okay yes, yes of yes. hedgehog the, and speed the speed newport fame. hedgehogs yes 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 is that is that sonic is he from newport <laughs> Thank you. that's news to me okay so um yeah that's a great idea like new gays every weekend are you listening logo Logo, hey, here's an idea. <laughs> I think for 
the I think that this show would have been better if you know, like they were talking about Fire Island and like all these gays were there, but the island was actually on fire and then <laughs> that was it. It was okay, one episode. I wish that the island was on fire and it was still the same cast members. Yeah, no 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 for sure. Like I want all of these men trapped in a house, but the island's on fire. Yes, and I wanna see um how horrible Cheyenne can be as a human being and like who he'll throw into the flames in order to save himself. Um, I think he'll start with he, the dogs. He would start with <laughs> no, 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 because the dogs are cute. He would definitely, he definitely values like animal lives over human lives. Well, uh, fat humans. So, I like, I think he would definitely saw start with that. Shirt Justin. that he was selling um, that all humans are human and he doesn't see color. Oh my god! <laughs> You're already starting. You're I know, I already know. starting. I can't, I can't get there yet. We'll get there. So my lineup, my lineup is Justin, Jorge, Kassan, Brandon, Cheyenne, and then Patrick to end it off. Because I want to okay. end on a high note. So why do you want to end on Patrick? Look, can we end on Cheyenne? That's just you're right. You're right. Let's end on Patrick. Because on Patrick. I, I like run out of fuel, and then I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Should I end with Kassan then? Oh, God, no. <laughs> That's a low note. Do we even have to talk about him? <laughs> Let's, we'll gloss over him, because I haven't even been giving up with his Instagram. Okay, so I think mm-hmm. that the show would have been better, and I, I know you'll agree with me and all of our fan. Um, the <laughs> It should have focused. <laughs> like, it really inserted itself into this human rights activists activism that it shouldn't have inserted itself into like i guess it didn't like didn't see the irony in itself it could have been great if it was just like look we get it we're a stupid show about stupid superficial gay things and we have these you know normal quote-unquote normal white gays that are fit and kassan and jorge i guess Mm-hmm. If they were just slutty and stupid, oh, for sure, it, it would have just been the most fantastic piece of art. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just don't understand why they thought like people wouldn't want to watch that. You know, no, I I don't get it either. And you know, they did the same thing with Finding Prince Charming. They, you know, he always grabbed people's heads when he was kissing them. It, it tried to be more than it was. Like, <laughs> we know you're a prostitute. We know people paid you for sex. Just t- start with that, and we'll grow from there. Um, sorry to go off on a random tangent, but you just said Finding Prince Charming, and then I thought about the pat the Bachelor, mm-hmm. and then I thought about that show, The Bachelor in Paradise, and how that lady canceled. is. Yeah, I got canceled. That lady's like suing the producers. Yeah, because I watched her get, like, fondled, which is, like, my gosh. I mean, so then what responsibility did the producers of this show? Like, should I (laughs) I sue the producers? Because they watched these people make television that I had to watch. And and outside grievance. Visually assaulted. You know, it's just, there was a lot of questionable the whole thing was a questionable choice. Uh, I'm looking at you, Kelly Ripa. <laughs> it's just like the episode with that was very parent heavy, and then the episode that was very death heavy. Those are the... both the same episode. Oh. <laughs> a lot happened. That was a big week for them. Weekend. Weekend. <laughs> How Those dare are very you. big. Seventy-two hours for them. <laughs> yes, and and and. God, this show. I just, so, my thing is, like, I enjoyed the first episode where they were, like, going to that underwear party. Or was that the second episode where they, like, went to the underwear party? The first episode, they went to the day party and the beach, and Jorge yelled at um, Chef Brandon (laughs) to get out of his house. And then the second episode, they went to the underwear party, and there was, like, drama surrounding that. And, like, why would they just, like, stop showing that like it doesn't make any sense like they went out the rest of the time they were there yeah 
and then they, 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 like, they glossed over it. it. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, we went out, by the way. Side note. Wait, what? I want to see the naked men. I want to see the dancing. Exactly. I, I want to see, see sweaty... you pressed up against a glory hole in a dark <laughs> bar on the beach. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, it, none of it made sense. Instead, I got Betty who? And, like, <laughs> a, a weird dance number that apparently took longer than 72 hours to create. Come on. Are you kidding me? I completely agree. There should have been, like, they had one scene where Cheyenne was making them work out. Are you kidding me? Right? Like, they all that should have been wet have more than and oiled up and working out constantly. I don't understand. I don't get it. It's so weird. People who spend all their time at the gym to look like they do... I'm just like, then do that. Like, you obviously feel like that's important to you. So then just deal with it. Like, that's fine. Like, you are pretty. You have a really nice body. So then your whole reason for being on TV is to, like, (laughs) take off your You could have just stopped at being. (laughs) (laughs) Your your whole reason for being. The end. It's, it's, it also brings... Go it ahead. got too serious. It got way too serious. And it also brings to light, it even focuses more on Patrick being sort of in the know because he was always naked. He was oh, always yeah. starting shit. I'm not attracted to him at all. I think he's like. Really? Mm, maybe even now. now even he, in like. Mask Patrick? Yeah, Mask Patrick is very, like, very nice. He's got like. Like, he's thick. He is a thick yeah. and juicy. He's a real thick bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that, Patrick. Let's see. This Patrick is. Honestly. I hate you. I hate you and your general internet aesthetics. I love me some obscure tumblr references so okay so any other suggestions for kelly ripa and the whole production team over at logo um okay so season two so that's what they did wrong season one season two i would suggest number one suggestion i think don't have a season two like (laughs) that's like a way to make the show infinitely better yeah Um, let it let it live in infamy right (laughs) Suggestion number two, I think either, like, have less men, like, focus on, like, a core group of three friends so that, one, they all have a bed that they can sleep in (laughs) and they can, like, bring people home, or just, like, pack the fucking house. Just, like, people sleeping on the floor, people sleeping in the pool. So it's, like, there's always, like, something going on and it's not just, like, Cheyenne and Patrick fighting. Yes. Yes. And, and, and... More uh, confessionals? Is that? Um, they don't have the editing team for that. I'm just gonna. The editing team. Please stop cutting and pasting audio. Like, we won't recognize that they didn't actually <laughs> like, string those three words together. Stop calling me stupid. Like, oh, you're just gonna call me stupid right now because you think that I feel like human being speaks like that. I think that. <laughs> <laughs> he it really cool it's like what wait a minute you're not he they literally talk like sim people like that <laughs> sim speak yeah that's what it was like some episodes yeah and it they maybe they were just like test they were like giving some interns like something to do for a couple weekends they were just like okay here's a show it's logo <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna win any like emmys so um yeah i think for sure, maybe more gays or less gays. One or the other. And more sex scenes. More. Like, I don't want to be like that thirsty, lonely gay that's, like, sitting alone in his house Thursday nights, like, in the dark, eating Chinese food, watching Logo Fire Island just for the sex scene. Yeah, you definitely... But if I'm already that gay, <laughs> then just, like, put sex scenes Feed in there. Me. <laughs> i'm not gonna be doing anything for the rest of the night so (laughs) yeah and and also um yes more sex scene less um less activism (laughs) is that sad is that 
Are we doing I a disservice? Mean, I think that they could just do one. You know how, like, Saved by the Bell and Moesha and, like, all those shows in the 90s used to have, like, that one episode per season where everyone would, like, stop and turn towards the camera and be like, drugs are bad. Yeah. If you are in trouble or know someone, like, call this number. Like, they just need to have one episode where they do that. Like, it's don't like, bring these old gays in. Yeah, they have... Like, they had five of those, and there was like, only seven episodes. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? They had the Justin episode, Don't Kill Yourself. They had the parent episode, Ugh. Don't Have... Die. <laughs> <laughs> they had the old episode, Don't Get Old. Like, I don't know. It was just really <laughs> strange. It was so strange. And, yes, yeah, so... um, Yeah. It was stupid. They could have saved all of that. Like, literally not shown any of that. Made the whole thing about partying. And then in the last episode, just did, like, a zoom-in, like, close-up shot of Cheyenne's disgusting, puffy face and been like, this is what alcoholism (laughs) does to you. Yeah, it should have been one long string of, like, facing um, Cheyenne's alcoholism. I would would love to see that. And then at the end, like, we slowly see the demise of Cheyenne and then the entire house, like, trying to figure out how they're going to confront him about how drunk he always is and why there's so much hidden alcohol around the house. Exactly. But right, but they have to do it before 3 p.m. and the last ferry to the city leaves. Yeah, and then then (laughs) the last person on gets killed. (laughs) (laughs) Or the last person on has to stay on fire line and go in season two. Oh. So, yeah. So let's talk about um, the characters here. Let's let's do a quick drive by of each of the six characters and talk about their growth or lack thereof throughout <laughs> the season and <laughs> what they contributed, what we liked, what we disliked. Uh, and I'm just gonna go ahead and start on a really high note here and start with Justin Russo. Oh, oh, Fat Justin. FJ. FJ. Really started out on a really, like, high... uh, He just turned 31, by the way. Um, Can you believe that? He looks so... I'm sorry. He looks so old. Is that just me? I... He looks about 31. I think Is that how old I look? Um, you look about 42. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not even, okay, I'm and not even 31, like, you need to calm the like... fuck down. <laughs> I hate you. For someone who's 56, you look really good. So, <laughs> yeah, so he just turned 31 literally last week, actually, last Tuesday. So, happy birthday. To... Everyone's birthday was actually very, very recent. So, so he was 29 when they filmed this. No, he would have been thirty, right? Because no, because what month is it? June. Yeah. Okay, maybe he would have. He would have like been thirty. He would have been twenty nine and then turned thirty while they while filmed they it. Filming. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, he's okay. So let's start out with you know his intro and everything. He brought the classic line, "I was diagnosed with the possibility of," <laughs> <laughs> and that is just like brought into just everyday nomenclature now like that is what i'm gonna i actually have a physical tomorrow so oh my god babe i'm so concerned about you and i'm almost turning 28 (laughs) (laughs) in october so i could be diagnosed with the possibility of anything high risk you are high risk of possibility I'm a, I'm a high-risk possibility. <laughs> You're prone. You're prone, you know? I'm prone to possibilities of getting things. So that was, you know, of course, cancer is nothing to laugh about. It's a crazy thing. But I don't... I mean, it's a terrible thing. But I just okay. don't... That's just funny, though. Like, it, it no, no, no. Funny. It's not... First of all, I am not detracting from the funny thing. I'm not... <laughs> Wait, don't get my words twisted. What he said was absolutely <laughs> stupid. I don't know if he realized how stupid it was or, like, he just thinks it's something. No, everyone is. <laughs> everyone starts out with a diagnosis of a possibility of getting anything. 
That doesn't make any sense. And then the producers, of course, took it and ran with it and played flowery music, sad music, like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He's possibly diagnosed with the possibility of being terminally ill. Wait, did we know about Austin, the first episode? I don't think so. I don't think so, but he seems like the type that at any opportunity would talk about how he's dating someone. Um, well, obviously, like, if he can trap a man into, like, agreeing to feed him every other hour, he's going to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I found the perfect man. So let's talk about his arc here. Um, He started out terrible and he got worse. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't think it was possible because he started out really annoying. Oh, he was bad he was annoying he was annoying me and he was the re he it's funny because he annoyed me because he was calling to check up on cheyenne who was like still not even getting ready as if they were because he was maybe he was under the impression that they were going to be staying at this house all summer (laughs) so he was very excited he quit his job or something (laughs) i have uh uh, he just he Starts out, like, so eager. He seems like such an eager beaver. Like, this was his first summer where he, like, reached his goal body. And, like, he no longer had back rolls. And he was just, like, ready to get there and make friends. But he didn't realize that he's still, like, two standard deviations away from, like, the average gay. So nobody still wanted to talk to him. Yeah. I'm looking... Okay, we'll get to his, we'll get we'll go back to their incidents later, but he seems to have um, gotten a little bit more muscular, or maybe I don't know. He was always muscular. Oh. Like, okay, I know that we joke and call him Fat Justin, but that's only because he <laughs> is bigger than half the world. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's only because he like puts that out there. He is like he's so fit like when they're changing to go to that underwear party and he has on that minuscule green jock strap yeah i'm just like your body like he has no like side rolls and no back rolls and no front rolls and i'm like i have all of those things so Mm -hmm. i don't know what you're complaining about Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, agreed and that's like the most annoying thing (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, I hate you. <laughs> so, I, I just want to reiterate, and this is for everyone who didn't get that. He started terrible, and he ended terrible. Worse. I'm sorry, worse. So, he... Of, we're not going back on it. Yeah, of course, we made jokes about him being Fat Justin, but yes. I think you said it best when he's still two standard deviations away. But the thing is, he's one of those people that is just like... It's like, okay, when you're cooking my food, please put a shirt on. I don't want your hair in my food. (laughs) I get that you're proud of your body. Da-da-da-da-da. I just don't want to consume your curly hair in my eggs that I'm probably not going to eat anyway. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. That food was so brown. (laughs) Oh, yeah. His meals. Yeah. If we're going to give out, which I just decided right now, if we're going to give out, like, superlative awards, Mm -hmm. he would be, like, the, I don't know, most likely to have a show on Food Network. Yes, I could see that. Because he has that personality, like Guy Fieri, where he's like, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to see him on my tv you know that kind of personality (laughs) but i I definitely know definitely loves i think he loves the attention of reality tv and i think he's definitely going to stay with it and like try and keep getting different shows and i feel like he's really going to end up in on food network or the cooking channel with like justin's brown kitchen and every day he just treats you to like a different brown meal. I I totally agree with that because he's already hijacking like his like YouTube channel 
and trying to just jump in on everyone's photobombing everyone's picture like hood his picture with whoopi goldberg on instagram that he tries to photobomb and then everyone (laughs) every celebrity he encounters like he takes a picture with them and what else he he he's definitely riding the gravy train his um little bio it Mm -hmm. says here oh okay new york based illustrator cast member on logo tv uh, oh okay i think he means production crew <laughs> i think he also means fire island because logo tv is not the show um art inquiries justin at justinrusso.com oh i guess he put it on instagram so he wants people to know if you have <laughs> any art inquiries about justin russo please email him at justin at justinrusso.com Let's email him. Yeah, email him right now. Oh, maybe he doesn't want our patronage. <laughs> so yeah, you guys aren't funny. You're just mean. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Let me buy your art. Uh, shut up and take my money. Justin T. Roos. Okay, do you mind me reading this or? No, please. Okay, just, please read it. Justin T. Russo is a New York-based artist and illustrator. Justin's work ranges from portraiture to caricature, drawings, and oil-based painting. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Justin's work mainly focuses on the jazz years. Oh, I'm sorry. The jazz what? years, capturing the idealism and icon- iconography of World War II, idols, and their power. What? I don't understand. Was that a year? (laughs) (laughs) Justin's art also delves into the culture of the gay psyche. This is, okay, actually pause. This is the problem I had with his art show. This is bringing back memories. He said, my art is this, that, and the other. And then it was just like, his art was everything. His his art (laughs) is, it was nostalgic. It was current. It was pop. (laughs) It was pop. But, but it was also, also nostalgia. But it was also vintage. <laughs> but it was also fresh. And it you was know? also very modern and postmodern. Yeah, um, yeah, it was definitely postmodern. But don't you think, in a way, it was also like classical? <laughs> so Even cool. Rubenesque, you know. It's very bro- baroque. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually. Um. I'm actually just trying to look up something on my computer, and it's hard because I can't do two things at the same time. Um, how do you say the word? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to um, just YouTube it and have it play in the... Uh... Oh, can you just spell it so I can Gouache, tell you the correct it's Okay, so, okay, let me keep reading this thing. Um, Justin, Justin's art also delves into the culture. Okay, first of all, I'm just going to keep ticking them off here. It's portraiture, caricature, drawings, oil-based, jazz years, idealism, iconography of World War II, idols, and their power. And then it all, his art also delves into the culture of the gay psyche, particularly with his recent foray, The Beard Project, examine what it means to be a modern gay man with facial hair in New York. Wait, what? What? What is, what, I'm sorry, what are you reading this from? Is this from his website? JustinRusso.com. You ain't know? Oh my god. Remind <laughs> me to never have that show up in my internet history. <laughs> like, that's the thing where, like, if I died, like, I would need you to come and erase that from my internet history. The artist has also examined... Oh god, it keeps... The artist has also examined and explored the plethora of cultural and nostalgic moments of the 1990s. With quick gouache and ink illustrations... Justin playfully captures a period of time that gave society a breath of utter stillness. Oh, silliness. I I just hate him. (laughs) He makes me hate him. (laughs) Most recently, Justin has combined the art of the pinup, in parentheses, and beefcake with politics. By desensitizing famous presidents and campaigners, Justin aims to make a heavy topic more light and fun. Wait, can we stop right here for a second? Oh, I, it's done. Okay, thank God, because I just... Oh, wait, I all works are available for sale in limited edition prints made upon request. For pricing or commissions, please get in touch. 
<laughs> I need us to commission him to do a self-portrait of both of us in the nude, I think. His his portrait his idea of our nudes. <laughs> exactly. I just want to send him pictures of us and say paint us in the nude but i want it to be like very um minimalist mm-hmm. but also very detailed um like detailed in my scrollable region <laughs> <laughs> okay he's a very talented man right um yeah he can cry on cue <laughs> he he... Has the ability to nuzzle up against people's shoulders who don't want to be, who don't want him to touch him. Yeah, he can um, demonstrate his need for physical attention by clinging onto your body. <laughs> he is completely unaware of how annoying he's being in a group of people when he hands out shirts with his boyfriend's face on them as a part of a joke that's not funny. Uh... This beard project. Okay, let me get off of his. Um, let me get off of this page. This. Oh well, he's been in the Manhattan Digest. Ooh. Oh my God. The <laughs> Manhattan Digest. That just reaches tens of people every day. <laughs> Next magazine. He was in there. Oh my God. I'm so. I can't. I don't even. I can't even discuss him anymore. He's so. Oh, there is no. There's no website for Next magazine. Somebody stop paying for the, <laughs> stop paying for the <laughs> domain name. Oh, baby. So sometimes I feel bad for him. So you know, while we're on his Instagram, let's just let's just go through this here. Okay, so uh, we see a picture of him with a shirt with his name on it. That's uh, stupid. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, a still from the show? I don't have uh-huh. his Instagram pulled up because I don't know what it is. No, it's okay. There's nothing really here. I'm fast-forwarding, fast-forwarding. Uh, there's him looking at that green jock strap. Oh. Uh, he oh. does look super muscular as of late. Here's a picture with him and Kelly Ripa, and she looks absolutely plastic. um i have you got on okay you know his instagram you need to go on kelly ripa's because that shit is gold he calls her the utterly wonderful he describes her as the utterly wonderful i'm clicking on her oh my god her profile picture her little uh avatar classic there's wind windblown hair oh she's so good and mark consuelos is just so beautiful it's just a bunch of her and mark consuelos and a gay man and her in a helicopter. Oh, wait, that's Mark. They, Spalos. like, all hang out together. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> wait, is that actually Mark and Zuelos? No. That's her son. She does hang out with um, Andy Cohen quite a bit. <sighs> what a horrible person. What do you have against Andy Cohen? Andy Cohen? Yeah. What do I have against Andy Cohen? i think he's just so smug like he's just got a smug face and it's like why uh well if you were worth half a billion dollars and had an unrequited love for anderson cooper but had to pretend like you didn't you would be smug too yeah he's also just terrible human being Oh, anyway, anyway. Oh my god, is this Mark Consuelos? Mark Consuelos is fine. Oh, Insta-Suelos. <laughs> That's his Instagram name. <laughs> oh, he has swim trunks with a dog on it. That's so annoying. Is that his son? They have the same lips. Yeah, he's 20, so that's a good good thing. Oh, so it's okay for me to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So that's Justin. We got so sidetracked by how much we don't care about Justin. We went to Kelly Kelly Ripa and Marcus Willis' son. Uh, Next is the most foreign of the bunch. (laughs) Resident (laughs) DJ Jorge Bustillos. Jorge Bustillos. Jorge Bustillos. 
So he was your favorite. He, he, he was not my favorite. He, I thought that he was the sexiest. <laughs> um, I don't like his voice. You didn't like Cheyenne's I, voice, but I don't like his voice. I don't understand what you don't like about Jorge's voice. It's like a little bit like he is special needs, but also like with a whisper of like some South American something, something. It's so great. I just wish he would clear his throat every once in a while. And he, okay, I think his body is the best. I'm just going to judge him superficially. I think that he... Do you um, think his body is better than Kassan's body? Yeah, because I don't think Kassan... I think Kassan is like... Black? Wow, I cannot believe you. No, I think... so fucking racist. uh, First of all, my best friend is black. (laughs) 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 And I just bought one of Cheyenne's shirts. I don't see color. No, I... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not saying that, obviously, like, objectively, Kassan's body is the best out of all of them. Maybe Cheyenne and Kassan on top. What I'm saying is, what I'm most attracted to, Jorge has it. It's, like, very yeah. achievable. <laughs> I... Right, like... I just have yet to I achieve d- it. I mean, I don't think that Cheyenne... I don't think that Cheyenne has... I'm glad you were able to admit that. I don't think that Cheyenne has a nice body. I think he's, like, way too skinny and, like, ugh. I think Kassan works out way too much, so his body is very, like, super chiseled and just, like, it's... That doesn't even seem, like, real to me, but Jorge is just very, like, toned and large but very fit. And I'm really into it. Okay, well, beyond his appearance. Oh, then nothing. No, <laughs> I was going to say. Then we can move on. Like, I have nothing else. Oh, there's this picture of him right here. And he has the tiniest little nipples. <laughs> They're just like he little just zits on his very, pecs. Very tiny nipples. The tiniest. Let's hashtag that in the next Instagram post. Put his tiny nipples. <laughs> Let's start a trending topic about it on Twitter. Let's just open an Instagram account and call it Hood His Nipples. And it's just various pictures of Hood His Nipples. Don't you say that like I have literally anything else to do. <laughs> Here he is. Okay, it seems like Jorge's... Okay, I'm jumping ahead, but Jorge's Instagram seems to be him harassing different celebrities. Um, because <laughs> here's a video of him harassing Kelly Osborne, and he calls her our girl, Kelly Osborne. I'm going to play the audio. That's obviously a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Ripa, I mean Kelly Ripa, Kelly Osbourne looked me in my eyes and lied. He yells so much. (laughs) Like all the time. Constantly yelling. I think that's also like a little bit what I'm attracted to. His Instagram story had him yelling at Snooki. (laughs) And Snooky said, leave me alone. <laughs> he sent that to me, and I never watched it. Oh, it was so good. It was just Snooky being like, what are you doing? Get away from me. Um, um, so we were introduced to Jorge um, by Kassan, who said that he met Jorge when he showed up to his hotel room with five Escalades, and took him to a club all night, and that's how they became best friends. Yes. And then they proceeded to nauseate us for seven straight weeks with how overly affectionate they were towards each other. Extremely overly affectionate. Like, how did you feel about their relationship? Um, Well, I think their relationship was... 
um, a farce. Uh, I think that, I mean, I think they do genuinely act like that, but I think it's just like so over the top, maybe. Um, I definitely don't do that with you. Like, I can't even fathom, like, I don't know, touching you. <laughs> yeah, I would like it maybe if you never spoke to me again, but like, touching, absolutely not. Okay, I'm. I- I'm sorry, I'm, I gotta stop. I have to pause really quickly because on October 12th of 2016, Jorge Bustillos put a picture up with him in fake box braids. <laughs> so I'm gonna. <laughs> what? I'm gonna tag you in this photo, and it's just him and one Asian woman and one possibly Latina or Asian woman. And they all have, well, this one has finger curls here. Hold on one second. I'm just going to try. It's yours is at underscore John Bell underscore. Yeah, that's it. Everyone follow me for like not very exciting posts. Okay. It sounds like you're far away. So anyways, Jorge was introduced. They have a weird relationship, but more importantly, he studied medicine. I'm so sorry. I'm looking at this picture and I am speechless. Yeah. Oh, man. I love him so much. He's a strange man. Um, So, yeah. So he used to be... this, This is my thing about Jorge, okay? He seems so dumb. So, 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 so dumb. dumb. Remind me to never get operated on in Venezuela. <laughs> so, 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 so dumb. And, and I think we made a comment in one of our last podcasts, correct me if I'm wrong, but if you are a DJ in America, you can be a doctor in Venezuela. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the empaths are like over there, but I think literally it, you play a game of operation. <laughs> And if you don't get buzzed, then, oh, you're a fucking doctor. Like, thing. Yeah, agreed, agreed, agreed. It's like you basically pointed, you just sing the song um, Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes in Spanish and English. <laughs> and you get a degree. And that's how you become a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Just in Venezuela, though, it's much harder to do that in America. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, so. Oh, you're not a doctor? That's so weird. I could have sworn, like, your vague Spanishy accent. Mm-hmm. I thought that you two got kicked out of your house in Venezuela. Nope, I'm just a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I knew you were something. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very much so, like, I got a very much, like, you were medicine educated <laughs> medicine educated yes medicine educated <laughs> um uh, also you know it, it, it his I, his life reminds me of you know how in the old times um uh barbers used to be doctors no what old <laughs> what times were these this is back in like the you know 16th century that barbers used to do like surgery like <laughs> hair barbers used to do surgery <laughs> now in modern times like djs in venezuela are the the uh doctors um you never heard that before no i, I definitely think that you're making that up did but... you go to american like school didn't your school have like pelican i mean uh peacocks rolling around in it i went to the top um venezuelan medical school thank you very much you majored in all of the medicines <laughs> I majored in um, tummy aches, um, <laughs> scratchy throats, and those little floaty things that you sometimes see in your eye, but when you look at them, they go away. Uh huh. Um, in other words, you prescribed uh, or you diagnosed people with the possibility of having things. <laughs> exactly. That's what I do. You know, I'm saving lives. It was the Middle Ages, by the way. Um, I can't let something like this go because it's common knowledge. 
that in the Middle Ages, barber surgeons... <laughs> that sounds like uncommon knowledge. Ooh, that sounds like a great podcast title. Don't anyone steal that. I'm I think it's already a, I think it's already something. Is it? Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, uncommon knowledge. So anyways, uh, the... So, okay, that's Jorge. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We didn't even get to touch on our favorite moments here. He didn't grow as a person. He's still, like, clingy as, as AF. Clingy AF. Um, some of my favorite moments when he feigned being very excited to see his boyfriend, even though he had just been <laughs> hit roasted <laughs> by two men literally that morning. Uh, and even oh, spoke man. to he was... Kazan about it right before his boyfriend like turned the bend and like bend and like come, came around the corner. Oh man, do you remember Kassan's terrible acting? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I know this isn't about Kassan, but that was just that was a low point for me. Yeah, that that. Um, some of my favorite cl- classic Jorge, um, was when he was walking around in those gold boots for with absolutely no explanation <laughs> mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. That he packed a special bag for just to fit them. Mm-hmm. Um, literally any time he was on camera where he was doused in sweat mm-hmm. from doing so much cocaine there was he was in true dj fashion coked up probably <laughs> six out of seven episodes um do you remember when they were on that boat the, with the first set of old gays and his and hair, his hair was, hair slicked, was back. slicked back mm-hmm. like poppy culo straight out of my jammy Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was wonderful. I just I As you I think know. he <laughs> I think what he really brought to the show was like a very manic energy, mm-hmm. but one that also like quickly turned violent and obviously like him telling Chef Brandon to get out of the house was just like yes the best that was maybe the best episode for me. He him well it was also foreshadowing because it, it kind of like represented how his father kicked him out of his house. Oh my god. Um it was also foreshadowing to every other time in the season where he would yell and the vein that one giant vein would pop out of his neck and I just wanted to kiss it. Yeah. Um No. Because <laughs> <laughs> Because it was like who ever has to strain that much to talk? Like He's a student of the medicines. English isn't his first language, okay? Don't be so rude. Speaking of, um, the time where he was the MC of the night, (laughs) (laughs) the cast member with the least grasp of English, and that's saying something, because Cheyenne is pretty bad as well. Mm. But they made... So we got... Uh, coming out with the words of uh, Patrick. Patrick, my friend, and Buzz, he gonna sing. <laughs> and tonight, I love my friend. Patrick, he's you. It's like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> and I can only imagine what his DJ sets are like. Honestly, if anybody... Okay, so I went on his SoundCloud, you know, after you had gotten on his SoundCloud. He doesn't make mu- he makes playlists he's a curator <laughs> he's a he's a, he's a what does dj say for disc jockey disc jockey he's a, is that what it stands for i yeah. think so yeah he he is just... a he is a um what school did he graduate from oh fuck i wish i had a sound called picked the up the venezuelan school of music he literally went to some like DJ DJ school in the city. Okay, yeah. so he is a certified playlist maker. Yes, the Hoboken uh, Technical Institute of DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Hoboken. <laughs> the Light Rail Technical Academy of <laughs> Digital Music Playlist Making. <laughs> He, like, that's really funny. Living when... social certification. 
He's gained a living social <laughs> certification in playlist creating and distributing. Oh, I just, I need to get into, like, their social circle and, like, become friends with him so I can, like, invite him to my party and be like, oh, hey, like, can you make a playlist for it, you know? And just, like, see what comes out because it's going to be a lot of, like, inaudible, like, (laughs) I feel like it's mostly just, like, him speaking into a microphone set to music. I feel like you don't have to get into their friend circle. You can literally just go to his website and pay him to, like, come to your party. Bitch, I'm not paying for him. I Do you think that he does, like, bar mitzvahs, and, like, gay bar mitzvahs? What is a gay bar mitzvah? Is that different from I don't a regular know. bar mitzvah? I feel like it must be. Like, if I was you know, a young Jewish homo, I would like a very, like, gay-themed bar mitzvah. Like, instead of reading from the, I don't know, Jewish book, the Torah, Mm -hmm. you just read from, like, the cover page of, like, Glitter, you know? About, like, Mariah Carey's, like, most famous work. Yeah, that's definitely not um, bastardizing that thousands of year old culture (laughs) yeah absolutely not like what are you talking about i'm looking i'm googling jorge bustillo md venezuela (laughs) i got to his soundcloud because i wanted to get um his educational credentials correct and it says he completed studies for dj performance and electronic music production at the famous music school dub spot Located in the meat patching, meat packing district in Manhattan. <laughs> dub stop. Dub spot. A dub spot. Dub spot. Oh, that's what I I imagine that's what their commercials sound like. That is that come on at like two p.m. right after Maury. Terrifying, or oh, you said 2 p.m. Okay, I thought you said 2 a.m. I was like, no, I was like, yeah, it's the middle of the day, exactly. Definitely middle of the day, right in between Jerry Springer and the People's Court. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like, that's when the only commercials for Dove Spot runs. <laughs> Dove Spot University, a hundred percent. Dove Spot, Dove Spot University. Okay, and um, just to quote his Twitter bio, medicine educated. television freshman marketing PR strategist social media freak sunglasses passionate music lover what does that mean? what does that mean? what does sunglasses passionate mean? music lover me (laughs) okay so there's many a good question for that right? Uh, there was actually, I'm going to his, I'm at his Twitter and it says Logos TV, Logo TV's Fire Island season finale viewing event. <laughs> I just... Yes, what does sunglasses like, passionate mean? I would, can you type that into Google? Because I would like an answer. How did I find his website that one time? I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Were you looking at the Dubspot alumnus list? Oh my god, the alumni page. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, if anyone is interested, you can buy his t- his t-shirts at teespring.com slash go-team-jorge. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, that's not. Um, okay, I guess we should move on. Because I mean, there's so much <laughs> I can say about Jorge because he's such a interesting character because he used to be a doctor, you know? That I want more of that. Like, I want more of an explanation. I want, like, life. a show about Jorge being a doctor again and, like, having a small practice. Luca. <laughs> And then Jorge is like a friend of. Wait, repeat like that. Like, broke up a little bit. Sure, that like. 
Oh my god, I said I would like a show about Luca. Uh-huh. Where Luke Jorge is, is like doctor. a friend of Luca <laughs> Luca's the doctor. Jorge is his nurse uh-huh. practitioner. Yes. And they're just like they're zany antics in the city. I would love that. I would love that. I would also love if like Jorge was the doctor, but he like held Luca's arms and like would do his <laughs> patient like diagnosis with Luca he would like hold Luca and be like okay it's time to do your evaluation this is pre-surgery talk and it's like oh my god this man I would like it if he were a doctor and he just like when he goes in to do like his bedside talk like his bedside manager like tell people what they have Mm -hmm. if they start to cry he yells at them and tells them to get out of the room (laughs) if you are going to ruin this day then you get out you get out of my practice you get out out. out. you get out of my practice oh my god the fact that he has a practice (laughs) um okay so let's see uh, we can either, you know what, let's just do Kassan. I don't want, this is, I think this is the plan I have in my mind, because we're about to reach our hour mark. We really, really I don't know out. how we got to an hour already. Yeah, we went from not having anything to say to, like, please, shut, shut up. up. Shut the fuck up, please. So, I think, please. in the interest of everyone's mind and time, we're going to do Kassan, and then we'll do a part two next week hopefully we'll have it out on monday it all depends on john bell's busy schedule sorry i'm going away i'm a jet setter you know flying back and forth oh it's okay because we do this via um (laughs) like it it does not matter at all where i am yeah we can do this wherever so but before we move on to kassan because that'll be quick because really there's nothing there he was barely in the show so okay so yes so this okay we have okay we're 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 the, let's zoom through it I'm gonna be quick I'm gonna be quick with it <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I just found Jorge's SoundCloud this young doctor changed the surgery room for the DJ booth I I've read this SoundCloud bio multiple times just, and it it just what why would you do that why would you leave why would you leave it just, it makes no sense. I have so many questions. So, okay. So, Kassan. Bam, 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 ba, ba. Yeah. That's him. That was him in a nutshell. <laughs> that was how we got introduced to him. Chore- choreographing. So, in, in, in his growth, Kassan went from the person who brought all these people essentially together because of the house to literally friend of Jorge. I, I, he really, he shrunk for me. Like, I thought that he was going to be so much, I guess because maybe he's, like, too normal. Like, he's too much of just, like, a regular person. Like, he couldn't compete with, like, all of these, like, absolutely (laughs) insane psychopaths that he lived with. It was, like, he, it was, like, he was a normal personality against terrible people. And... Like, and, but my thing about Kassan is, like, he was all about potential. Like, he's a black gay male. Mm-hmm. You have a lot to talk about right there. Like, so on in Manhattan, surrounded by a bunch of, like, just random, terrible white gays all summer. Um, you... T- towered, towered over by his number one white gay, his boyfriend. Yeah! He has a big... He, like this massive white boyfriend who's just do you know that meme where it's like this is not a man this is a tree <laughs> no I don't know that meme <laughs> that'll go on our Instagram that is literally Kassan's big giant white boyfriend and I'm just like you are in an interracial relationship that a long distance interracial relationship you don't have any thoughts on that like you have nothing to say about that yeah they could have gone a completely different direction instead of focusing on these old white gay relationships they could have been like hey Kassan you had a really kind of rough life and you're also navigating <laughs> a um, interracial relationship and you know what's that how's that you know like what are the complexities of that 
but it's that thing that happens where people grow up and interesting things happen to them, but they're too, like, polite and stupid to, like, know how to, like, assimilate that into a personality. Like, his mom literally got shot in the neck while pregnant with him. And how do you still come out being, like, the most oatmeal, cornflake... Well, there was no scars. No... (laughs) (laughs) You can't just keep saying, like, keep questioning whether his mom got shot in the neck. You well, Jeff Fuel doesn't melt steel beams, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, his mom had more personality than he did. And I think his mom brought out his personality, so... Um, and maybe that's because she's better than him. I mean, tip for season two, bring back fucking... What was her name? Adrian? I don't think that was her name, but bring back Kasan's mom. Bring, yeah, why don't we just do that? Kasana. I just, like, I can't stand people who are, like, so polite. It's weird. It's crazy. Like, and you have no, he has no opinions on anything. He was kind of a sounding board, and... Like, he got a lot of sound, you know? Like, people came at him with a lot of different things. And I think he, it was, you know, to me, it kind of makes me angry because it was like, I mean, we just spoke about it. He had all this potential, right? And he just kind of got placed as this, like, sturdy rock of a person that has no growth because he was just kind of, like, stuck in the middle with you. Justin literally dragged him out onto the beach at 2 a.m. when he was just trying to have fun. He was walking into the house trying to, like, (laughs) avoid him. (laughs) Trying to pretend like he was asleep, but Mm -hmm. then the producers stopped him and were like, no, 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 get out there. Go give Justin a towel. He had to go and, like, have Justin, like, rub his face on his shoulders (laughs) and tell him that he thought about committing suicide. And then... Like, that was it. Like, there was nothing... Like, nothing came from that. Like, that whole scene felt so flat. It was... But he was just... I don't know. Like, I don't know anything, and I don't do anything, but I still have opinions on everything. So I don't understand how this man who is a quote-unquote, like, choreographer to the stars... He, He brings... He kind of epitomizes a lot of things that was wrong with, with wrong with the show. I think it, he was very um, overly, he was overly self-aware where he like didn't want to put a lot of stuff on the camera except for his successful choreography business and like his huge white boyfriend who's perfect. <laughs> so I think a lot of the characters on this show were like doing things outside of the cameras or saying things outside of the cameras and then putting on a facade for the cameras. And he no, was, go ahead. I think you're giving him way too much credit. I think that's what Cheyenne was doing, but he didn't do it well because he's stupid. And I think that's what Brandon was doing. But I think Kassan is, I just really don't think that he's like, has a whole lot going on upstairs because I feel like he's one of those people that confuses like, having interesting dynamic people around you mm-hmm. with being dynamic and interesting yourself when right. really they just keep you around because you have a nice body. Yeah, and he I'm I'm not a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, babe. Don't you? You not a dancer? I won't believe it. Fascinating and um unbelievable as it may seem. I am not a dancer, but I mean, I would love to go on his Instagram and see, like, more of his choreography. But anything. That, that doesn't to seem to be... anything from him. Oh, wait a minute. There's he, here he is with Beyonce, I guess. Where? Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, is that loud in the speakers? <laughs> no, it's fine. Wait, let me... I think it's super loud. Anyways, I think it's him dancing with Beyonce. Oh my god, now you're gonna make me go all the way to his goddamn Instagram and I'm so annoyed. I don't think it's him. It's just, I don't want to seem... Like, I don't want to say that it's him and it's just like... Is Sean Sean Walker also a bald black man? 
It's oh, a, I see what's happening right now. It's a very grainy video, and I can't see. I can't make out faces. Do you see it? <laughs> oh wait, no. I thought it was. It's a pic. It's a video of him. I think this is him dancing with J Lo, but I can't tell. I'm just gonna at you on it, and then people, if you go to his March 30th picture, I mean video. <laughs> I guess we're done. <laughs> Hey guys, we got a little cut off with this episode. (laughs) So we will definitely be back next week to talk about those three other guys that had such an impact on our lives. Right, John Bell? And this is so embarrassing for you. Like, (laughs) don't tell people that I'm here. (laughs) So, if John Bell has time, we'll be recording (laughs) next week's episode, part two of our wrap-up event. Wait, what are we calling it? Part de. Part de? De. De? De. Duh. It's it's French. Ooh, we'll see you next week. (laughs) 